I, I, I love the idea of um, just completely working through every possibility and being super kind of calm and collected and not just getting this like adrenaline, like, like getting yourself all hyped yes. up. Hi. Hi. Today on Swapping Shoes, I had the pleasure to talk to Nate Weston, one of the most talented freerunners of our age. The Tempest Freerunning athlete had recently posted one banger video called Coach Shatter and we talked about his process of making the video, breaking through challenges and his whole mentality between training and his personal life. Hope you guys enjoy it as much as I did because, wow, this one is powerful. Yes! Hi, nice, hello! Sick, what up, man? Not a lot, how about you? Not that much, just chilling. Cool, good to see you, Enjoy man. Enjoy the morning. Nice, yeah, it's morning there, it's uh, 6.30 here in the afternoon. 6.30, yeah. Do you have a good training <laughs> sesh? Oh, it was so good. My legs were so, are so destroyed now. I struggled so much to walk upstairs of my building. I thought it was fine. And then when I opened <laughs> my building's door, I started to walk. I was like, oh my God, I should have stretched better. <laughs> it was the best. <laughs> yeah, it was a beautiful sunny day. Thanks for joining, man, on Swapping Shoes. Yeah, dude, thanks for having me. I mean, it's such a, you know, it's such a crazy time nowadays. Like, you know, there's this weird disconnect. You're not really like seeing people from overseas um, face to face, at least. So it's really something special to to have these kind of, you know, little yeah. virtual meetings. Um, so I appreciate it a lot for you having me on, man. Thank you. Thank you very much. Good words. Uh, and we also actually never really met and talk before. Only once seen in Art of Motion. Was yeah, that Art of, was that 2017? Or that in Santorini? 17, yeah, Santorini, yeah. Yeah, because you were the MC, right? Yeah, uh-huh. Nice. And I was surprised. When I saw you, I was really surprised because you were a tank. I was like, <laughs> Thanks, man. by seeing your videos, like this guy is light and smooth as hell. And then I see you in real life and you're tall and <laughs> large. <laughs> Yeah, that's the one like the most common kind of like comment I get is people being like, oh, I thought you were way smaller because I guess I don't really look like that big in video. Um, but yeah, like I'm, I'm like around the same height and weight as like Eric Mukumechin. Like I'm a pretty big person, but it just doesn't look like it on video, I guess. But, the tank but, yeah. shape, Eric Mukumechin, yeah. <laughs> tank shape. What, what is your background? Where, where did you, what did you do before parkour? Um, I had not a lot of a, like a background, but the one thing that I think that always really, really helped me was having a, um, three older brothers in a backyard trampoline and just ah. growing up with that. Um, that like slowly led into me doing like circus classes when I was a kid, just like learning how to juggle, ride like a unicycle, do all this stuff. Um, slowly kind of got into acrobats, um, acrobatics, and uh, I did gymnastics for about like a year. Mm -hmm. um, and really didn't enjoy the whole like mentality of gymnastics. And uh, I thought it was that I didn't like the act of like moving and flipping. I thought I was like, ah, oh, I'm done. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. So I quit gymnastics when I was like 13, I think. Um, and like went back to playing basketball and played soccer, um, which I grew up doing as well as a kid. Um, and I just, felt like this this like void inside of me it was just it was empty like I just couldn't mm. like I wasn't really having that much fun and I just missed like flipping and you know doing like movement um and just yeah. like yeah expressing myself through movement um 
and I've like knew what parkour was and never really like thought I would give it a shot. So I just kind of like tried recreating it on my trampoline, how I kind of mm-hmm. always did as a kid. Um, and just slowly started to take it to like the ground. Um, and that was back in like 2012. Um, so ever since then, yeah, stuck with it. And, uh, yeah, here I am now. <laughs> cool. Thank, thanks God for the boringness of the other sports. Do you think that the thing that was missing for you that, um, dragged you into parkour was, um, the creativity because it seems to me like you're a very creative mover and maybe yeah, this void, was it the creativity? I think that, yeah, I think that was it. Um, and the freedom to kind of be able to, um, do what you want to do. Um, gymnastics is very strict and like, and mm-hmm. you know, you can't really express yourself through gymnastics in terms of like competition, because if there's a move that looks really nice and maybe is a little bit dangerous or whatever, they'll just make it not, there's no purpose to doing that move and they'll like dock it a bunch of points so that it makes no sense to even do it in the first place. Um, so basically like there's no creative control from the athlete's perspective. It's all based on this, you know, system that, um, the judges judge on, which Mm -hmm. is fine. I think, you know, I think there is a, a time and place for that kind of, um, you know, that sport for sure. And like, I have nothing against gymnastics or gymnasts, um, cause they're absolutely legendary, um, the feats that they can do. Yeah. And that's all through that strict, you know, regimen training. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I definitely felt like it was, um, something was missing and it was just that creative control for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Nice. All right. So before we start, the more talking more mm-hmm. uh, we do tic tac that's what we call here on swapping shoes and i give you two options you have to pick one of them okay so it's quick questions and answers Sick. you ready yeah let's do it all right so plyo or strides strides side flips or front flips side flip for sure pasta or pizza Pizza. Ilabaka or Vorslav? Uh, Ilabaka. <laughs> Rails or walls? Rails, for sure. Tea or coffee? Coffee. Yeah, did you already have your coffee? Oh, yeah, I had two or three cups already. <laughs> <laughs> cool, That's thank you. <laughs> thank you. All right, so let's go, man. Thank you so much for Skull Chatter. Oh, my God, man. It was so exciting to watch it. I was so happy. I didn't know what to expect. I watched your YouTube videos and your Instagram uh, content. And I'm in my head, you're this very like incredibly uh, well, you control your movement and you have crazy air awareness. Your light is beautiful. But then when I saw this video, there was a different level of um, cleanliness and creativity and line arrangement and my idea of this video when i saw the first the posters was co-chatter because there's the word skull i was like oh there's gonna be a gnarly nasty video with really like bangers and crashes and i don't know but then the level was super high but the video was calming somehow the video was emotional it was beautiful and thank you so much yeah that means that means the world to me to hear because like um the whole point of the video in my mind when i was editing it 
Um, and even through the process of filming it was, I knew that, you know, in a video, it's usually there's kind of one uh, vibe or there's one kind of feeling to the video, like to the song, and it kind of stays at that level. Um, and the situation like in life that I was going through, it felt like my like mood was just like going up and down, up and down. And it, it felt really like sporadic and kind of like uncontrollable. Um, and at least in my personal kind of opinion, um, I feel like that's just kind of what life is, is just this, these waves of highs and lows. Yes. Um, and I felt like the best way to portray a video is to do that. Um, and so each song and each kind of chapter of the video is me portraying those moods and how I feel. Um, and yeah, it means, it means the world to hear that, you know, you can, you appreciate that. And it's, yeah, it's something else, man. I, I, yeah, beyond words. How long did it take to shoot it? So I started off back February. Um, I had been working up to um, the Santa Monica side pre across from one rail to the other. Mm -hmm. And um, I've been working on that since like November or December. And I knew it was like a thing. And I just was <laughs> terrified to do it. And like, I Only knew it was possible. See that, that was a thing. You. It, I, I think there definitely is some other people that could that could definitely do it. It's just such a mental challenge, yes. um, which is the the beauty of it as well. It's it's a very mental challenge, but it's also very physical too. Like it mm -hmm. takes a lot of precision, and the takeoff is such a yes. such a hard thing to kind of wrap your brain around. Um, but I'd been working up to that like in the gym um, for a good like two or three months, and just going to Santa Monica and trying to prep it and just like doing the motion over and over and over again um and walking away from it just with a little bit more info in my head being you know understanding what it really would take to accomplish this kind of feat um mm -hmm. and yeah this one day just everything clicked and everything felt as if it was just meant to be and there was no there was it would be a dis i would i don't want to you know miss the opportunity because i love the way of the way that brandon douglas um talked about this portal that you have to jump through when you do these certain challenges and it's physically doable but there's these certain specific moments in time um that it just everything feels right and those are the moments mm -hmm. where it just you have to go for it and that's what happened that day it was just everything it just seemed like i don't want to be missing the opportunity um and so yeah. yeah i just felt like i had to do it and um it worked out great <laughs> um Ooh, and so yeah that was that was back in february um and from right then i knew it was like i don't want to just post this to instagram i want to i want to hold on to it and make it like a meaningful piece of a bigger project um mm -hmm. which is skull chatter and yeah it's been a long <laughs> long journey <laughs> um but i like this idea this this your mentality of building up and treating a challenge as a project and working on it. Um, do you think that you actually learned how to do the move during this period of time? Or maybe the portal could be open on the first day that you were there at the spot? Yeah, I think, um, again, I think it's something that like physically like a lot of people could do. And, and if it was just, if, if your brain wasn't involved in that whole process of doing mm -hmm. the challenge, 
I think, yeah, the first day, I'm sure it would have been done. Um, But there's all these, you know, thoughts that are always happening. And the moment those kind of seep in, it just derails the whole thing. And, and that was the whole process, the whole process of, of going to Santa Monica wasn't to necessarily figure out if it was physically possible because I knew that was a thing mm-hmm. it was just trying to get my brain into the into the rhythm of this is like fine because it's at height and it's a rail yeah they're super thin <laughs> and it's wrong. just like if I yeah it's like if I it's just your your body and your brain just like telling you they like yo this connect. is this is yeah like this is dangerous know that um if you miss like this is like this could be bad um mm-hmm. and that's all it is it's just that that's what that that your brain is triggering that thought to bring you aware of this, this fact. Um, And so, yeah, it definitely, it definitely could have gone down the first session, but um, I, I I love the idea of um, just completely working through every possibility and being super kind of calm and collected and not just getting this like adrenaline, like, like getting yourself all hyped up to do something like that. Cause that, that, in my opinion is um it's a way to do something um but for me i know it doesn't work that way um and everyone's different so everyone has their own their own way of doing their you know their process um but for me yeah it was just take a few months and just just take it one step at a time and that was like the calming kind of process that really made it doable for me Mm, that's cool yeah, it's a the thing on parkour, and there's also another thing that I felt by watching your video, is that most part of the times parkour is portrayed as this like very crazy internet thing with people doing incredible stunts at heights, but if you get to witness a parkour training, you realize that it's actually really quiet. The landings, the the tracers, they are usually very very calm. They're not hyping themselves up, and it is not so much of adrenaline is more like this controlling the, the the nerves and it's like meditation it's like you're you're getting into this kind of flow state and you mm-hmm. know nothing else is going on in your head nothing else matters um and you're just locked in on this one thing and that's like that's the most beautiful part to, of it all to me it's to mm-hmm. me the 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 santa monica side pre means so much to me because not because of the actual thing itself but because of how little i was thinking of anything else it was just completely zoned in for 10 minutes which felt like so long (laughs) it took you like 10 minutes to commit that day yeah yeah it was really really quick um (laughs) but those 10 minutes were like the best 10 minutes of my life and purely (laughs) just because it was just the only thing i was thinking about was just one thing and I mean, that's just that's like meditation man yeah it was great do you meditate like other than training not really i think i've been trying to do like breathing exercises when i like i'm trying to fall asleep um but other than that no i think training is my is my like way of tapping into that um but yeah. it's something i've been wanting to get into but yeah nothing nothing right now um i heard on the motos uh, podcast that that the that skull uh, chatter has something to do with meditation you saw somewhere right um it has it has more to do with um just overthinking um and alan watts the um mm-hmm. he's an english writer um he it was just kind of the thing that i took from his his words was 
just, you know, in, in times of desperate need, you just got to find something that kind of takes you out of this, this funk. Um, Mm -hmm. and his words about, you know, overthinking and how overthinking completely takes you out of the moment and out of Zen or meditation, whatever. Um, and just spirals you into this, this crazy kind of void of just chaos. It just feels like everything is, you know, everything is going wrong. Um, and, um, yeah, when I heard his kind of talk about that quote about, um, overthinking and how it's chatter in the skull, just, Mm -hmm. oh man, yeah, that's the, that's the, do you overthink a lot? I think so. Oh yeah. Um, I I definitely am in my head a lot. I'm more, more reserved as a person. I'm not like super, I'm not the person who's going to be talking the most or, um, chatting up like, you know, people, uh, all the time. I just definitely mm-hmm. kind of stay more to myself and which definitely kind of promotes overthinking more. Yeah. Um, but I think, I think it's a good, it's a good lesson for everyone. Even if you, if yeah. you are a very social person, um, it's very easy to get kind of caught in this spiral of, of thoughts and negative yeah. thoughts, especially. Um, and, it was crazy because it just started to affect so those negative thoughts started to affect my training and mm-hmm. training is my form of getting out of those. Um, and then yeah. all of a sudden I just felt like I couldn't train and mm-hmm. escape those feelings. So it was just a constant negative like loop of thoughts. And yeah, yeah it just, it was weird. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it works the same to me. Like uh, when I have emotional stress is usually when I, lose motivation the most and uh, i heard a lot of times people saying that when they're going through like this negative moments that they use parkour as a as a tool to overcome this yeah down times but it it's a huge effort to me to uh, leave the negativity and do something that i love you know i it's not like in for for a long time it was hard for me to make it quiet to make my mind quiet with movement. But nowadays I try to just just go and relax a little bit and not think too much on everything else and just like no pressure. I'm not doing this because I'm feeling bad. I just want to do this because I want to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's the thing is like not putting pressure on yourself is it's tough because once you kind of get, once you acquire skill and doesn't matter what it is, um, any craft that you do. And the moment you start to like get a few years into it, you kind of, you lose that like beginner, um, mindset where everything mm-hmm. is new, everything's exciting. And you kind of just get stuck in this like weird, like I, I, you expect so much from yourself that mm-hmm. doesn't matter in a way what you do. Um, you're always going to be like, ah, hey, it wasn't the best. Um, mm-hmm. And it's easy to kind of get stuck in that. Um, and that definitely was affecting me a lot at the beginning of this year. And especially from moving to LA and being here, it's like, okay, I'm in like, you know, I'm in LA. I gotta, I gotta like make something of mm-hmm. my time being here. Cause this is like a, you know, it's, it's hard to make a living here and then I gotta do something. Um, yeah. um, and so that was probably a big stressor. Um, unintentionally on myself no one Mm. else did it but me (laughs) um but yeah i think i think when you kind of when you pressure yourself it it definitely definitely is tough and i think you just got to be got to be kinder to yourself um 
and I'm me, I'm still working on that as well. Um, and I think yeah. everyone should work on that because yeah, yeah, we 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 um, underestimate the the power of mind of and emotions in our daily life, and we're so trained to keep it to ourselves and not talk yeah. about it, and it's kind of stigmatized if you're if you're showing vulnerability. It's like hey. What is this? What are you doing? Yeah, yeah. It's especially weird. nowadays too. It's like people aren't really like talking that much. Um, be positive. Be positive. People, be positive. Man, sometimes I just I can't. <laughs> yeah, no. It's like yeah. It's it's never always all good either. Like <laughs> it's there's there's shit that goes down and you have to deal with it and it it's completely fine to acknowledge the the hard times and how you feel. Like there's nothing wrong with that at all. Yeah. Um, but you got to acknowledge that, you know, there's, there's bumps in the road and you got to just kind of put mm -hmm. your head down and just keep it's the flow, going, right? going along. Yeah. It's just the just flow. Just keep going That's with it. the flow as you were saying, the waves up and yeah. down, up and down. And your, and your, your mind is super, super powerful it, it, it for, for good and bad. So like the moment you connect to something good, you can follow that and really let it dictate your future. Um, mm -hmm. but equally if it's a negative thought, like that negative thought can have a lot of power over you um, because your, your brain is an incredible tool. Mm -hmm. um, you just got to learn how to use it properly. <laughs> cool. What are you going to do today? You go, are you, and now are you coaching? Are you performing during COVID crazy times? Uh, I'm not coaching right now. I, um, I might do some privates soon. Um, but I just, due to COVID, like there's just been so little going on that I've yeah. just been, yeah, nothing really, just working on the project. Um, reinventing just staying in touch with, yeah, yeah. Just, I, I mean, I, again, I, I, I'm, I love to take the time to just chat about, you know, passion projects like, like this um, mm -hmm. and to just keep them coming too. Like, I just want to keep doing things like this where, you know, such projects can happen in the future. Um, Mm -hmm. And yeah, I appreciate you having me, man. No, thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, it was a pleasure. You're a lovely human, man. Really. I would love to train with you. Please come to Lisbon. It's almost as cool as LA. Dude, no, I, I've heard <laughs> some amazing things about Lisbon. I, I need to come. I don't know how I haven't been there yet, but that's definitely yes. high on the list for sure. Yeah, yeah man. Yes. It was going to be a big pleasure to have you here. Sick. Thank you so much for giving giving me the time. It's a pleasure to meet you. A little bit better, short, but I'm quite sure that we're gonna have opportunity to train soon. Yeah, yeah. Once COVID's all all said and done, we'll be I'll be coming over soon. Cool. Have a wonderful day and weekend yeah. week. See you soon, Nate. Yeah. Have a good one. Stay ciao. Strong. Thank you, man. Ciao. Ciao. Good one, huh? This man is a legend. Well, don't forget to share this with your friends and spread the word of Swapping Shoes. And I hope to see you next week right here at the same spot. Enjoy. Ciao, ciao, guys. <laughs>